Welcome to the A New You Transformative Ministries TV show. I am your host, Ivy Caldwell. Well, what a year has it been, and we are definitely heading towards uh, the season of giving, a time of being a blessing to those that are in our lives. So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you some um items that I have been working on uh, throughout the year, but I have to go back to 2013. I had started writing some children's stories in a notebook. I may have written about seven or eight stories and then I put it away. You know, one day I'll get back to this. And something I desire to do is to write a uh, children's book to give them a voice and to be able to encourage them and let them know that, hey, I see you. I know how you feel. And just to give them some hope and encouragement. But then in 2020, uh, when the pandemic shut everything down, I began working from home. So I decided to pick the notebook back up and I started writing some more stories for the children, you know, believing one day, I would publish uh, some children's books because I have a series. So in total, I have about 30 stories, children's books, different subjects uh, that they deal with, that they go through. And no one is talking about why, because our children are being pushed um, in the corner. You know, they're told to be quiet. They're told to not tell anyone, you know, our business was going on in the home. Children are being blamed for things that are not uh, their fault. You know, they're being scared. They're fearful. You know, if you tell someone, they'll take you away from me. So our children are being plagued with, uh, you know, what's going on uh, in our schools, in our societies. I mean, you see it in the news all of the time about children being uh, abused, mistreated, neglected, homeless, it's just so much going on, you know, and we talk a lot about mental health, mental health for our uh, adults. You know, we want our adults to speak up, to get help. Don't shun going to see a therapist or psychologist. But what about our children? Our children need help as well. And they are dealing with the same struggles that adults are dealing with. And that's what my children's book series is all about, giving our children a voice. So in 2020, so I'm working from home, uh, I wrote about 30 stories. But while in prayer one morning, uh, the Lord said to me, you can't skip over your story. So I had to sit there and think, you know, Lord, you know, what is my story? But deep down, I knew exactly what God was talking about. So I said, yes, Lord, 
I will tell my story. And then the Holy Spirit said, your story will authenticate the children's book series. So in other words, my story will put a seal on it. I know what I'm talking about. I'm just not making this up. So I am here to let you to know I obeyed the Holy Spirit. I wrote my book. It's entitled Expose It. Let your healing process begin where I share uh, my story about being abused as a child, as a nine-year-old girl. And for the next nine, 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 from nine to maybe 12, just being abused, mistreated, mishandled, being taunted, living um, in fear, being bullied. I didn't like myself. Um, hated my name. So, you know, I just thank God for um, deliverance. I thank him for the transformation in my life and what he has done and how he is using what I have gone through to be able to help our children, to be able to help the next generation. So uh, the first book in my children's book series is called who is my father? Isn't that beautiful? There are so many children who don't know who their father is. I myself, I didn't know who my father was growing up. I didn't meet my father until I was in the 10th grade. Um, you know, children want to know who their father is. Where did they come from? Even when we go to the doctor, that you know, they ask us about our family medical history. And as I was publishing this book and others to come after it, I find that there are several adults that don't know who their father is. Our children have no sense of identity. We have adults still searching. We have adults and children feeling uh, abandoned, feeling rejected as if they have done something wrong, but you didn't do anything wrong. Your parents made a choice not to have you in their life. You did nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with you. Or they made a choice not to give you the information as to who your father is. And mom's I want you to know, or guardians, even though you don't talk about the child's dad or father, they still have those thoughts in their head, wanting to know, who did I come from? Who do I belong to? So they're going through life without a sense of identity. The next book is entitled, Who is My Mother? Who is my mother? If the mother is not in the child's life for whatever reason, and, and same for the father, you know, they could be in prison, they can be uh, um, addicts, you know, alcoholic, drug addicts, whatever the situation is, they still want to know who did they come from? They want to know. They have these questions. You know, a father cannot give a daughter what a mother can. 
All right. And a mother cannot give a son what a father can. Each parent deposits something different into their children. So you have uh, children that don't have their mothers. I mean, just a, a deep rooted sense of rejection and abandonment. Like I did something wrong. There are times where the relationship didn't work. Don't use your children as pawns. You may think you're hurting the other parent, but who you're really hurting is that child, the one that's stuck in the middle, that don't have a voice in what's going on. That's the one that is hurting that child. The relationship didn't work. Get over it. They didn't want you. They've moved on. So it's time for you to grow up, suck it up, and let that parent be in that child's life. Now, if that parent is going to be a danger to that child, by all means, you have every right to protect your child. But if you know that parent has been reaching out to you and wanting to be in that child's life, if you have to be there with them, uh, I don't know, um, a place where you can meet together. The child wants to be connected to the person they came from. Now, if that parent is not reaching out, what do you do? They're nowhere in their life. You got to find a mentor, all right? A godly mentor that will speak life into your children. The third book is entitled Home Alone, right? I was a latchkey kid myself. You know, my mom worked two jobs. She wasn't there. But what do children do when no one's home? All right, they're open prey to the enemy. You know, you can tell them not to do such and such. <laughs> but what you tell them not to do, that's exactly what they're going to do. I have been there. I can remember one time I was home with my siblings. My mom was gone to work and she said, don't let anyone in that house. Now, do you think we, I listened to that? Of course not. <laughs> I let a friend in the house, my friend at the time, and I didn't let her brother in. He wanted to come in. So he's standing outside banging on the door and he broke the window. Oh my God. That was a lesson I will never forget. When mom says don't let anyone in the house, that's exactly what she means. If dad says don't let anyone in the house, that's what he means. So then you have people in your neighborhood who are watching. They know that your children are home alone. And they're just waiting for the opportunity to knock on that door and get inside that home to harm your child. They may not go in there on the first day, but they're baiting them. They're baiting them. You know, I love you. I care about you. And then they want to meet their needs, right? They give them little things and tell them, this is our secret. That's how they start. But home alone. And when the child is home alone, all they want to know is, when is mom coming home? When is dad coming home? I just want them to love me. Love me for me. And that leads me to my next book. I am special. All right. I am special. 
all little girls should know that they are special. It becomes the parent or guardian's job to pour into our children, build up that confidence in them and that self-worth. We should not be talking down to our children. All right. And same for our boys. I am special too. They are special too. And moms, please do not have your sons carrying your purse. We like to walk around with these big pocketbooks, right? We got everything in it for every emergency that can possibly come up. Then we tell our sons to carry it because it's too heavy. And what we are doing is training him to take on the characteristics of a woman. A boy should not be carrying a purse. That is for a woman. I've also created a coloring book and activity book to go along with the books. All right. Encourage your sons and daughters and let them know that they are special. They are beautiful. They're cute. They are handsome. They have gifts and talents inside of them. And God has a purpose for their life. They are fearfully and wonderfully made. And our girls, let them know that they are beautiful. Teach them to look in the mirror and say, I am beautiful. So when Slick Rick pull up, Slick Willie pull up and say, hey, babe, girl, you special. She can look at him with a straight face and say, I know that already. She's not sitting there giggling and looking silly because it has already been imparted to her that she is special. And today, the women are so brazen and the girls are so bold that they're going after our sons before time. Let them know that they are special as well. And they don't need a woman or girl to tell them that. Because why? Because the parents has already imparted this into them, into their being, and they know that they are special. All right, my next book is entitled Why Am I So Mad? Why Our Children Are Angry. And it's not anything that they have done. God has chosen each parent for each child to come into this world. And however they come and when they come, they are here. Our jobs is what to provide for them to meet their needs spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and physically. That's our job. Not to push them off on anyone, drop them off on anyone, so we can go out and hang out because we've had children at a time when we shouldn't, but we just couldn't wait, right? We couldn't wait. But now that those children are here, it's your responsibility to raise them, to train them. They are not toys. It's a life that God has chosen you as the birth canal. They are here. God is entrusting you to shape and mold that life into someone that will give back to society. Not to be a nuisance to society. 
but someone that is thriving in society. Why are our children so angry? It's not because they don't have the latest. There's something else going on deep down on the inside of them. And it's your job to find out. Ask those questions. Why are they so angry? Is there something going on in the home that you're unaware of or that you close your eyes to? Is there something going on at school that you don't know about? And they remain quiet. Ask questions. The next book, Why Daddy Why? You see that title, Why Daddy Why? This book is about those unsafe touches. Have you had that conversation with your child that no one should be touching their private parts in the home or in school, at a friend's house, a family member's house, in church? No one should be touching their private parts. Have those conversations. Give the body parts the proper names. Do not give them nicknames. Make it conducive to have that conversation where they're not ashamed to talk about their bodies. And let them know, if someone touched you, let me know as soon as possible. And I don't care who it is. It could be the man living in my home or the woman living in my home. For far too long, our children are not believed when someone touches them inappropriately. I myself am a witness to that. My mom didn't believe me when I told her I was molested. She told me nothing happened to me. So that day shut my voice. But if you want to get the full story, go get my book exposed on my website, footprintenterprisesllc.com. And you see it in the news all the time. Most recently um, in my area, uh, these seniors on a football team, they're in the locker room. They violate, they abuse. These are boys. They violate a freshman. You have three violating him, one making a video. The boy was assaulted. He went home. He said nothing. That's what I'm saying. Our children will not speak up. They will not say anything. That's why we have to make it conducive to have these conversations so that when something traumatic happens, they will come to their parents first. Now, he went home. He was silent. His mom didn't know. The only way she found out, another parent called her and asked her, is so-and-so okay? And she's like, what do you mean, is he okay? That's how she found out. And then earlier this year, I saw on a news report where this uh, young boy, I don't know if he was seven or eight, violated on a school bus by a teenage boy. I mean, the bus driver thought, oh, you know, they're back there just wrestling, horse playing, playing around, but this little boy, he's back there. I mean, how is he going to get a teenager off of him? And what makes it so bad? None of the other kids on the bus said anything. 
this child was assaulted. But come to find out there was a video camera on this bus. The school knew all about it. Nobody said anything. But by the time the mom found out, uh, she did notice a change in her child's behavior, but she didn't ask him uh, the right way. She punished him because he was lashing out, taking things from him. So if your child is quiet, now all of a sudden they're lashing out, they're angry, they're mean. Check in with them. Something's going on. Or if they were, you know, outgoing, but now they're silent, they're withdrawn, they're in their room. They don't have any joy. They don't want to go anywhere. Check in. Something is going on. Pay attention to the clues and the signs of your child. You should know your child better than anyone. But talk about those safe, unsafe touches and safe touches. There is a difference, you know, if someone's making you uncomfortable, if someone is telling you to send photos of your body parts, that's a no-no. If someone is telling you to just lift up, let me touch this and touch that, that's inappropriate. That's wrong. And our children should not be doing that, but they're exposed to that mess every day, every day. Parents, wake up and talk to your children. The next book, Leave Me Alone. Now, this book is about bullying. Our children are being bullied. I was bullied. My name is Ivy. I did not like my name growing up because the children called me Poison Ivy, Black Ivy, Dishwashing Liquid, Ivory Soap. So being molested, then I'm being bullied. So now I have this low self-esteem, don't like who I am, who God created me to be. And our children internalize those words. And then they begin to believe them as truth and their lies. So if you're constantly telling your child they're bad, they're bad, they're going to act out and be bad because that's how they get attention from you. Instead of telling them you're good, and I'm going to show you how to be good. Not just you're bad. You're going to be just like your daddy. You're going to be just like your mama who's no good out there in them streets. No, speak life to your children. Tell them who they are going to be. Don't label them and put those labels on them. Bullying goes on all the time in schools. The next book, Why Am I Here? This book is about suicide. Why would a six-year-old, a seven-year-old child want to kill themselves? And our teenagers, there are so many reasons why. Uh, one would be bullying. They feel as if they can't talk to anyone. No one will believe them. So bullying is one reason. Then we have the aspect of the social media, right? All of our children are on social media. They want to be on social media. And then you have, uh, you know, that group in school that thinks they're better than everybody else. Bullying kids that are, are that aren't as fortunate as they are, and they bully them. 
bully our children into killing themselves. Why are you here? You shouldn't be here. Then you have the children that have been abandoned, rejected, and neglected. Back to not having their parents in their lives. So then you have the enemy. The devil comes in. Nobody loves you. A lie. You might as well go ahead and kill yourself. Nobody will miss you. This is what happens when our children are being bullied. Now, I never wanted to kill myself, but I did not like who I was. Have these conversations with your children. Find out, is anybody bullying you? Is anybody touching you? Is anybody calling you names? Is anybody um, telling you to do something that you don't want to do? Is anybody threatening you? This stuff is real. And our children are afraid. They're scared to speak up. They're scared to go to school. But we got to teach them. We have to advocate for our children. These books are to be used to start conversations. Start conversations and talk to your children. My final book for uh, the series is God Loves Me. So I have 10 children's books and two activity books, but God loves me. All children should know that God loves them. That starts at home. We like to push it off on the church, right? But no, you can let your child know that God loves you. You can even walk your child through the sinner's prayer, help them to get saved. I did that many, many years ago. Uh, I was on my way to uh, an annual checkup with my sons. We were in the car. We were going by a graveyard. And I don't know how we got on the subject about, uh, you know, heaven or hell or whatever. But uh, one of them said, I want to be saved. So we were in the car on the way to a doctor's appointment. And I walked my son through the sinner's prayer. And he got saved on that day. And you should be able to do that too. If you don't know how. This book has the sinner's prayer in it to walk you through it. And it has questions in there about salvation as well. So these books are to be used as conversation starters. That's the first part of my children's book series. I have uh, many more uh, books coming and I look forward to publishing them. If you know of uh, any schools, uh, nonprofit organizations, organizations, uh, social workers, counselors, therapists, school therapists that would need these books, Christian schools. All right, go to my website, get these books. I'll ship them out to you. Or you can go over to Amazon and order them in bulk. And let's get these books into our children's hands. And to my guests, always remember, you can become a new you, but you must do the work. Until next time, bye-bye. Shall be a blessing springing forth in bay light you shall you not know it shall you not see all that you've been looking for have if only you'd believe only just believe. a brand new season a brand new day a new you a new
Master plan. Where he says you're 